Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star review of the highest kind, if you so will. Links to all the platforms and the merchandise, such as the merchandise like the young lady, madam. Katie Kinsey Bebe has on today. Or the merchandise like Sir Matt Ritter has on today. Exclusive merchandise, not currently available on ykwrestling.com, but soon, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Also, at YK Wrestling, get you one of those pro wrestling, pro choice tees from Mr. Ritter's store at the Creation World. Did I pronounce it right? In my British mm-hmm. accent. Creation World, yes. pro wrestling, pro choice, all shirts go to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Because if a man cannot thou make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where thy shall create one. Had to get into my big William Regal. I was thinking of my favorite William Regal promo the entire time towards the end, but I didn't want to elevate it. It's too late. It, it felt like William Regal and Tupac fused there for a second. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going at. Appreciate it. Uh, as always, I'm the Thespian TC Fontaine, joined by what's the nickname today? Uh, just give me Ricky Bobby this week. Ricky Bobby? Ricky Bobby. All right. See, we got to start having a new one every week. Yeah, how about we have a challenge for the it for from now until the end of the year, or you know, if we get canceled ever before the year is over with talking wood that we don't, but (laughs) from now until the end of the year, we're gonna have a new nickname and then we're gonna rank them. We ain't gonna do all that, we're just gonna choose which ones was the best. I already have my vote for the best. Uh, <laughs> it was about two, three weeks ago. <laughs> no, that don't count though. Go, go from, now. from next week till next. So we, we'll keep Ricky, Ricky Bobby this week. We gotta. Can we do that? Is that a is that a challenge that I can uphold you to this time? Since you know yeah, the last challenge, yeah. you you didn't you know not gonna bring up no old stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, literally yeah. all you have to do to prepare for this show is come up with a nickname for yourself each week. Yeah, you, yeah. no sixteen bars. That's a nickname. Yeah, yeah. I, I can pull that off. We got that. It got to be creative, though. Oh, well, the I, Tony D thing where you just, you know, you do the bare minimum. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I could. I got a lot of material to work with, so, Bet. you know. Also. Yes, no Tony Ladies D's first. Joined by. How many times have you been on here now? Like six? Six, seven? seven? Something, Something like, like that. that. I'm yeah. gonna let Reek do the job because that's that's his job. I'm gonna let him do it. Yes. I got my person. I introduce you. Have your person. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Young Kings Wrestling proudly presents to you my client, the shaman of Sheleet, the MVP, the hardest working woman in wrestling podcast today, and the sun around which all wrestling podcasts must orbit, the emancipated Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. Man, it's been so long since I heard that. I love it. And as always, our resident, and it's been a while, maybe we can link back up next week. We'll see about that. But our resident PLE guest host from the Smacking It Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the HWBIC, the warden, Mr. Five Year himself, the warden Matt Ritter has joined us again. Give it up for our guest host, goddammit. <laughs> Five year, five year, five year. How's it feel? It feels good, man. Uh, I this is I have actually kind of gone on an unofficial five year podcast tour. Um, Getcho had me on randomly, like at the last minute. I did botch spots and chair shots this morning, which is technically affiliated with Smack Raw, and now I'm back on Young Kings Wrestling. So it's like my first year of collabs all over again. He also <laughs> didn't know he was going to be on here until like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. It was just, you know, we was linked up and we just figured might as well. We'll talk about that later. But uh here we are today. And uh it wasn't that big of a week in wrestling, but it was probably the biggest single day in wrestling in uh was 21 years. Yeah, at yeah. least. Like it, there's there's been no bigger day in wrestling since uh March 3rd. 23rd ish, something like that, 2001. I think so, yeah. Whatever the date was, y'all remember? Yeah, the The buyout. buyout. Yep. This, this, there hasn't been a seismic shift of this level since then. And so, uh, we're going to talk about it if you've been living under a rock, which I mean, you shouldn't have. This is probably the biggest name, the biggest promoter in entertainment ever retired, Vince McMahon. And, uh, so, not only wrestling sites talking about it. I mean, I found out through through my little notifications where I get all my sports alerts and my sports news. They hit me with a Woj bomb. <laughs> and he himself announced it on Twitter from a tweet. Yeah. The greatest promoter of all time announced his retirement on Twitter. And not not Dave Meltzer. Or that other guy with the, you know, with the, the eyes too close together. That's the big smile. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. They don't. I, I got something to say about y'all. But right now, <laughs> thoughts. I came in with no notes. I'm going straight off the muscle. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, for a topic like this, is it's it's not going to be difficult. Um. If I'm going off the initial reaction, it was just like everyone else. It was just shock because I was like, one, that's number one, number one, an announcement like this to just be dropped on Twitter. I'm like, okay, this is this is probably one of them parody accounts or something like that. Somebody trolling a press release. Yeah. But then and I, I, I hate relating it to this because it was a very terrible day but i thought back to the day we found out about kobe because i thought that was a prank until 
more and more, you know, stories started verifying it and getting from the real source. WWE.com puts up the the whole letter that he wrote out. I'm like, oh no, we we here. This this is this is going down right here right now. But then immediately after that, uh, my thoughts just went to the uh, allegations because uh, if we if you listen to to the show he did with 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 Pat uh, not that long ago, he said he ain't going nowhere, and that was only a few months ago. He said he's not stepping down anytime soon. And then all of a sudden, hush money story came out. The SEC violation story came out. Him and Johnny Ace tag team and on that story came out. And then all of a sudden, now we're talking about you coercing women into doing stuff. And I'm like, at this point, for him to come out and say, okay, that's it, I'm hanging it up, it got to be really bad at this point. Like, it's got to be like Wolf of Wall Street bad, where it's like, if you don't step down, <laughs> it's probably going to be a bad situation. You might have to give it up anyway. So, yeah, um, we I guess we're going to find out in the coming days. But, uh, hey, we knew it was going to happen at some point and just wasn't sure how old we were going to be when we got to it. But that day is here. It's, it, 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 it happened. It happened. Anybody? Go ahead, guy. Thing. Uh, well, uh, what a way to celebrate my 26th birthday by seeing happy late birthday, retired. Thank you. And yeah, you know, I was just minding my own business, scrolling through Twitter, fucking flooded with Vince retiring tweets. I was like, what the fuck? Whatever. What a way to just remember that. But it, like Bree said, just pure shock. Like, the man has owned this company for however long, and you just retire in a simple tweet saying, Oh, it's 77, I'm finally retiring, and then the fucking then now together forever. That was it. Like, everybody thought it was a fucking parody account. I didn't even believe it until I saw it from like multiple people. It, I was literally talking about it today with family who haven't watched wrestling since I was a kid. They're like, so Vince, huh? I'm like, yeah, the fuck? I don't even know. And I cover this shit. I don't like allegations have to be fucking ridiculous now. Mm -hmm. Like if shit was bad, it's about to get 10 times fucking worse. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? Well, I, I said to, you know, expect some, some shit to go down. I, I, just last week we recorded because then I said that they started talking to people who used to work there. They started talking to ex-employees, females in particular. And I said, yo, watch the shit start getting turned up a little bit. And a week later, now he done resigned. So it's like, Lord only knows what we about to hear within probably the next week or so. I would like to take this time on the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast to formally apologize to wrestling fans around the world. Um, the day that, that they fought... Hold on. The day that they fired up the CERN Super Collider, I made the mistake of uh, starting my 1996 WWF rewatch and apparently launched us back to 1996 because this is basically Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky all over again in the wrestling world, uh, beat for beat. Um, I have basically caused us to repeat history here in the wrestling world 
by doing so. Because uh, you know when they fire up that super collider, crazy shit happens. Um, yeah, no, I, he's fucking Bill Clinton of wrestling right now, like getting his dick sucked in the office, stepping down before he got impeached. Everything, yeah. beat for beat. Yeah. Yeah, man. While still maintaining his veto power. Let us not forget that. Oh, yeah. And, and there's more. And there's more. About 20 minutes after SmackDown went off the air, you started, you know, people started having their conversations. Um, you, you who, who was talking about? Was, was it TC? You was talking about Renee Dupree just the other day? Yeah. About what he'd been doing? Well, Renee Dupree has a podcast. And uh, one of I know his, we're, we're in the same podcast group where, where we share for share. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul London went on that podcast and oh, uh, happened to drop a story of his own about Vince and some shit that he's seen. Apparently, and, and this, this one kind of had me, would give me a little cause to pause here. He was harassing, apparently, from what he saw, Ashley Massaro back in the day. Now, this one, this is where it gets dark because if you know about Ashley and that whole trip that they went for tribute to the troops, there was a situation that was reported or that she spoke about. And apparently she was told, convinced by Vince not to report it. Now, according to Paul London's, you know, what, what he has reported and have known about from back in the day, Vince was like, coming and asked to having Kevin Dunn tell her to fly on his private jet with him. Uh, all the divas got put up in the, the, the hotels where everyone is at for TV and he'd be knocking on the door trying to get her to answer and he's seen her crying because he kept she kept getting bothered by Vince to come with him somewhere like it, it's it's getting dark because again if you know everything that's gone on with this woman from then all the way on through to when she was out of wrestling and then what ultimately happened that, that that's it's a bit of a dark story it's a bit of a really dark story so uh yeah well hence fuck, why i said it's fuck paul london for putting her name out there like that with everything that yeah. was going on like you could have yeah. literally just said a woman in the locker room while i was there you didn't have to whether she's alive or dead at this point you didn't have to put her her name out there, her on blast like that. And we talked about it last time when some jackass news journalists wanted to start trying to name drop motherfuckers that were involved in shit that name names were purposely kept anonymous. Uh, that shit's not cool. I'm not cool with that. So, yeah. And the, the worst part is, is that she has a daughter out there. Mm -hmm. We yep. know about, mm -hmm. and God forbid this blows up and she gets traumatized all over again. Like really don't want to do that. No. But yeah, hence why I said I, I don't know the the magnitude of which what we're gonna find out in the coming days is gonna be because if it's anything like this, it, <laughs> this might be up there like with the R. Kellys of the world, and it's it's not gonna be looking good. Big yikes on that! Yeah, yeah, big yikes on that. But uh, my initial thoughts, you know. It's kind of like those things where you're like, where, what were you doing when Vince McMahon stepped down and retired? Like, very anticlimactic. I was at work. I happened to look down at my phone. I was like, oh, okay. 
I'm not going to go on Twitter right now for obvious reasons. And I'll mm-hmm. put my phone back down and back to work. Uh, very anticlimactic. But uh, initial thoughts. Save, uh, I think, all the, all the people kind of being weird about it on both sides. It's kind of off-putting. Yeah. Like, stop the dick riding, but, but stop being weird, too, about it. Because, like, at the same time, all these people that you be hyping up and that you keep bringing up for whatever reason – Nobody would know who any of these people are if it weren't for the show this guy put on. So I think like going that route is a little, y'all doing a little too much. Cause like I, I, like I like to point out, y'all not genuine with a lot of the criticism that you put out. You do it cause you know, it's going to get interactions on social media. You don't really feel that way. You don't really care on that level. You don't, you don't care about whatever subsequent victims there are because all you care about is the television show. Because yeah. Vince retired. That's the first thing y'all brought up. Oh, man, NXT, Triple H got his job back. NXT going black and gold again. WWE is saved. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop it. Not just that, but Stories. people people talking about Vince McMahon retiring and then putting hashtag AEW in their post. Like, I said yeah, this this man. morning. This is not a win for AEW. This does not mean AEW they, is going to... AEW did nothing. They had, yeah. had nothing to do with him stepping down. Not shit. I, 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 forget, I forget who made this comparison. It was something on a show or some shit like that. But it's like, you're talking about if two guys were having that, that gunfight in the middle of the street, like the old westerns, and right just before both of them get their guns drawn, if a train comes and runs one of them off the fucking side of the road... That doesn't count as him winning. That just means that something happened to the other one, so we never got to the conclusion. Like that's what this is. Like we, we so, both watch football, right? Yeah. You know, one of my least favorite things about football is when, like, a quarterback overthrows his receiver, and then the corner is just like, "Yeah, shut that nigga down. You ain't do nothing." Yeah. You yeah, had that, no that- opportunity to do anything. That that aggravates my soul. And this is kind of similar to that. But uh like, and, and Anthony too, because I, I just I, yeah, I can't, wasn't I can't gonna talk about, about about him. But yeah, I saw that tweet. Yeah. And, and, and talking about too, like where, where where you were at when it happened, right? It's funny because I thought the world was like slowly gonna end because like at just before the news came up on my phone, it started getting dark. It was sunny, it started getting dark. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, all this rain came down. And I shit you not, a tree in my backyard splintered off, and half of that came down into the backyard on like the patio furniture, everything like that. And then, like 10 minutes later, it just passed over. So I'm like, in the middle of this going on, I'm like, I mean, Vince stepped down and like we just shifting the earth happened or something like like it literally was happening at the same time that this shit was going on outside my my, my window hey, like that was that was god <laughs> coming to get his heat back from backlash <laughs> like, again i apologize for that <laughs> but it had to be had to be something going wrong man because i'm like I, I i didn't think it was going to be that deep but apparently so like I expected the internet to be broken, but I'll start shifting shit around the house now. <laughs> so shortly after uh, after this news comes out, we get a report that uh, taking over as co-CEO Stephanie McMahon 
Shout out the girl boss out here. The queendom is official. It, 20 years later, it's official. And then uh, Nick Khan, slowly. We knew Nick Khan was going to have a job eventually. Oh, man. Nick Khan just, like, skipped uh, uh, several heads on the totem pole, the Mortal Kombat pole. And we are one step closer to that theory of The Rock owning WWE. Oof. It could happen. Which, 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 again, again, if something comes out that's bad enough that he has to, like, sell not only shares. step down, but he has to sell because he's still majority shareholder at the yeah, moment. He got all the veto power. He's, he's still low key. He got the Palpatine power. I'm right, I'm right. So it's like if something comes down where he's got to sell, bruh. <laughs> like, I've might be the biggest. Puts. Might be. <laughs> I've already bought puts. For, for for those who don't know, that's your right to sell. Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's your right to sell uh shares. Yeah. So like, you buy puts, that means you're betting on the stock price going down. Yeah, you can play that game. You know, and you if, can't just play the game of it going up; it goes down too. Yeah, but yeah, no. Uh, Fifty dollar puts is printing. They cheap. Get them while you can. <laughs> Yeah, if something crazy enough comes down, we could be looking at the biggest acquisition maybe ever that could come up because I, I have no doubt in my mind Rock will be putting his, his check down for that. You already think did Triple H, You think Triple H and Stephanie were in her office listening to DJ Khaled's We Taking Over just juking? Kids still <laughs> juke? People still juke? They're old. They buy juke. Uh, I don't know if juking's still a thing. Yeah, they were born in the 70s maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. But um, we taking over. I, honestly, I I told I told TC it's like second I heard that that Triple H was back because initially when they said that I'm like I ain't think none of it. But it was like they, they said he was back. I'm like, well, Triple H has been back. What do you mean? And then I saw the talent relations line. I said, oh, so that means Johnny Ace's ass is about to be out of here <laughs> because that, like, we were expecting that. Guy, yeah, no, because he was the guy. I, I said before, I'm like, he's probably gonna be the fall guy. So if something goes down, he probably just gonna oust him real quick. So once I saw it, it said he's back in in talent relations. I said, "Oh, so Johnny's taking the fall after all." And then not long after that, we find out the big news. I'm like, okay. "Has anyone checked on Johnny? Because last I heard, he was unreachable and he was on death watch." Like, oh, man, listen, we not we not gonna sit Bella's up mom. I don't. I don't I know. So. He, he used I, to. He might not anymore. Say, I'm about to say I, I <laughs> would put good money on that if, if you know, because I'm sure she reads hey. the news. Kathy about that shit. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. But also, yeah. listen. Again, we don't know how deep this is being ready to get, and I don't think any of us has any doubts that Vince McMahon has hitters out here. So if Johnny does not turn up soon, I, knock on wood, but you never know. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the man. I really wouldn't. People power. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ace lost his job, lost his career because mm. of pussy power. <laughs> Damn shit. Yo, it's a, it's so crazy because you think about it. Everybody thought for the longest time Vince was so bulletproof, and all this time, all it really took to to. Cut this man at his knees was just his, his love for getting some. Like, 
That that that's all it took. It just took the the right the right placed, uh, I guess, person in, 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 that 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 wanted to share some secrets to make all this shit go into motion. Here's what's really fucked up is we come to find out that Vince McMahon has just been being himself on TV for all of these years and acting out his, his real life, I guess not even fantasies, like what's going on behind the scenes we're seeing on TV, dog walking people, kiss my ass club, girls, employees dancing on the table above him and him about passing out all the shit that we watched was really actually happening. And now that's what's going to take him down. Not yeah. like extortion, not tax evasion, that not the normal shit that billionaires end up falling from. It's this yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. That man's love for, for JJ it, it was the final bite in the ass that it took. You want to know like, something else ironic? Y'all remember the Ric Flair storyline? The, the very last yeah. one? That kind of played out with Vince, low-key. Vince was like, yo, I'm not stepping down. And then somebody was like, all right. And that's exactly what happened. Vince did that to Ric Flair. It was like, shit, you ain't retiring? She, okay. Damn. Better win all these th- matches. Do you think that's because of your Natalia theory? Yes. Everything comes back to Natalia. Vince has just been rewriting his history based on his life as to what his downfall was as like a little spoiler a for all of us. Exactly. Yeah, Bill, you got a time machine. I'm telling you. He went into the future and was like, oh, this is how I'm going out. I'm going to do all this on TV. Wait, 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 guys. guys. Connected the dots. No, 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 no. This is wonderful. Y'all realize what this means? Yo, that means we about to be free. Vince is out of here, so Natty ain't gonna be on TV no more. <laughs> oh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. Natty about to be excitement. Natty hey. get in the fuck out <clears throat> of here. Oh my um, god. You're, you're excited Re- now, but three months from now. But wait. Don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Rick, don't I do hate that. to break this to you, uh, but I don't know if you saw Stephanie come out and say, I love you, dad, and all the nice things. She she oh. may still be holding on to his clauses and his contracts to protect her father, Please, including please. Natalia, because what would be worse for Vince out of all of this is if you come to find out this man could time travel and knew this was coming and didn't do nothing about it. Because he knew he would be safe. His legacy would still be intact. And also... Another reason why I want to debunk your theory, Stephanie McMahon, as we know, is the inventor of women's wrestling as it is. On the other end of it, Natalia Neihart is the winningest women's wrestler in WWE history. I'm just saying, we putting two and two together. <clears throat> I'm going to need... Can't do it. Can't do I'm going to need Natalia to win that title, and I'm going to need Stephanie to screw her over at Survivor Series, like real life, real life. I will accept that. I will gladly accept that. Have Liv Morgan put her in the sharpshooter and tap her out. Let's do the Montreal screw job all over again. Let's do it. I, I that would that would work for me. Twenty twenty seven. If Natalia's still wrestling, if, which she probably if, will be. Like if if we just you know shoo her quietly off of TV, never to return again. After that, 
Natty will never not wrestle. Natty will be like. I mean, listen, obviously Natty has a potential lucrative, you know, uh, venture outside of wrestling. If you know, you know, um, keep it in the family. If you know, you know, um, it's it's not like we need to see her. There's plenty of exciting young women who can do all the things that she can do and more. So, I mean, you know, let, 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 let that let that go. You know? <laughs> I have a request to outreak about something on your show, but uh, it falls into that. I only get one and I don't know if I've used my one up yet. You probably did. Since you, since you don't have a script. No, hey, Rick, you want to talk about that hate boner you got the other day? Oh, no. Listen, we, we, we talked about this. We talked about this. Because okay. Katie just learned what one was because she didn't know that was a thing. But well, I don't uh, have a dick, so obviously. But true, you, you've, very heard, true. you've heard of the term hate fucking before, right? Yes. We, we, talk, we talked about <laughs> you got this. 10 more seconds, <laughs> guys. You got you to gotta get a hate boner to hate fuck. Anyway, listen, oh, I, 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 established, I established that I wasn't happy about it, but it was a reaction, okay? And there were pictures of Natalia floating around the internet that may have come across Reek's path that he did not enjoy his reaction to, but had to acknowledge. I, I, I'm not going to sit up here and act like she don't look good, you know, when she got that on. I just I can't stand her. So again, hate bomber. That, that, that's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see her wrestle, but I buy the OnlyFans, right, Reek? I'm not confirming or denying that. <laughs> Sounds like it's confirming. Them. So uh, during all this fiasco, uh, we additionally get news uh, that apparently Brock Lesnar walked out of SmackDown, and uh, we got a litany of dick eating jokes <laughs> all over Twitter. Which my my thing, this don't make sense to me, because Brock Lesnar not passing up a check. You don't give a fuck who's signing it, as long as the numbers are same. So that made no sense to me, and I just waited, and I sat and I waited. And I heard Brock Lesnar's name brought up a couple times on SmackDown, and it wasn't what people were expecting. Oh, y'all, y'all call Sasha and Naomi unprofessional. I'm waiting to hear y'all say it to Brock. My first thing is about that. Okay, true. But they did it to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's Stone Cold. Yeah. So, like, if they were going to do it to Brock, pretty sure they would have did it to Brock. Mm-hmm. Well, not my thing was, Initially, did they not do it to Brock back in 04? Eh, not Ish. so much. It was it was it was more like uh more like Game a, a stunner. A, yeah, it was like a, a game of fuck you on the way out. It was like, it was like a little jab compared to some of the other stuff they did before. We did um, it to Brock more than they did it to Brock. Exactly. Yeah. We booed that whole match. Yeah, that that yeesh, that was terrible. Um initially I, I, I said I figured you know what. I can kind of see where that goes because, you know, uh, the, the 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 whole thing about with with Brock is he, he didn't deal with no other execs or nothing like that. He didn't go to, you know, Johnny Ace or anything like that. He he would deal directly with Vince when it came to his contract situation, what he was going to be doing, all that stuff. So I'm like, 
I could kind of see if he said, you know what, my 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 green light is out, so fuck this, I ain't sticking around. But then I tracked down the story, and I found its source happened to come from Broke Dick Brian. So I said, okay, we're just gonna back up, and like you said, we're just gonna watch the show and see what happens. And sure enough, he showed up. And <laughs> just minutes after that, a new story came out saying that that story was overblown, and I'm like, well. Gee, I wonder why it was overblown, but because it was cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what y'all have against being worked, because that's what made us love wrestling in the first place. Is that we got worked all the time and we enjoyed it, like we enjoyed the emotional roller coaster of it, and then we find out that oh yeah, it's it's just a story, it's, it's not really happening, and then we get obsessed with everything going on backstage. And that shit boring as hell. And the thing was, too, they told you in real time that they worked you because Cole and Pat was on commentary acting like, oh, oh, we thought, they thought, like, we know what that meant. Like, yeah, yeah y'all are just digging into it. Okay, cool. And that's the first order of business from the man is to work the entire internet. Shout out to my boy. I, mean, I don't know no Triple H, but this is all about the game. Shout out to my boy. Because <laughs> that was yeah. 100% his doing. He I, said, I, I hey, yo, yo, where you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Dave Meltzer, uh, <laughs> you want to you wanna fuck with him, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny, too, because. See, here's yeah, the thing, Dave. <laughs> when you come at the King of Kings, you bet not miss. Uh, That's better. Yeah, and, and the funny thing, the funny thing too, because we, we talked about this lately, more and more of those promos that Triple H cut, you know, back in like 2010, 2011, all that stuff is becoming more and more true nowadays. So that's why I definitely believe that too, because it's like he sees all of these, you know, faux journalists and the fans that just buy into their shit. So if he got the opportunity to just work the shit out of hey, them, they still seething over that me and my friend Mark promo. Oh, they hate that one. <laughs> the IWC hate that one. Hey, man. That one tugged right at their heart. Hey, it is what it is, man. Let Speech it be a holiday where nobody watching Raw and the rating low. They bring that promo up quick. Of course. To speak to your point, too, when you were talking about how weird it is that, you know, we as wrestling fans don't like to be worked. I don't understand because i've always talked about how in my view wrestling is a tv show it is no different than you know better call saul or star trek enterprise or strange new worlds or anything you want stranger things anything you're watching now you know that the upside down isn't real in stranger things you know the dragons aren't real on game of thrones that doesn't bother you you don't need to know how the dragons are made on your tv and if you don't know, you don't get upset about it when they tell you, oh, that wasn't really a real dragon. Like, so why, when you find out that something that happened on TV and wrestling wasn't what you thought it was and you were wrong, do you get upset about it? Because you don't do that for other TV shows. Like, you're not why you mean tell me Saul Goodman isn't really a lawyer and his name wasn't really good. Saul Goodman. This is some bullshit. Fuck that show. Like, you don't do that shit. So why are we doing it here? Imagine wrestling fans watching the finale of Breaking Bad. They would have dissected that shit. 
if he has cancer and he's weak, how did he get that big gun in that car? It was already in there for him. He's a scientist. And it's a TV show. <laughs> Just sit back and chill. It was exciting as fuck. I loved it. Spoiler alert for y'all never seen Breaking Bad. Sorry. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess like the, the, the presentation of it gives them that 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 idea that they're looking at just any other sport and then when they find out that it's a presentation and not you know the actual you know same thing as something else it's like oh well this is just phony like no it's been stated what first of all the man himself came out what was that in uh mid 90s where he just came out and said hey this is a work on the news and shit like that you know this this is a presentation it's not an actual real fight or anything like that he told you what it is which a lot of people were divisive and almost killed him about but um no he he, he let y'all know what it was a long time ago so mm-hmm. i don't even know why this still became a conversation that people still want to talk to this day want to keep bringing up he told you what it is everyone else will occasionally tell you what it is so i i don't understand the point of even saying it at this point but even to that point, so like the narrative for the longest time, even though I'm not in any way, shape or form a basketball person, but I, I know some shit about my bulls that Jordan played that game with the flu. And then it came out that he had food poisoning. It wasn't the flu and blah, blah, like it was hung over, hung over all of these different things. Does it really matter in the end if it was the flu, if it was a hangover, if it was food poisoning, he still played that game. Are we really going to be mad it. about it? pissed about it if we ever find out that deflate gate was some bullshit that they just made up to get press coverage and get people watching exactly like are we going to be pissed about that like i can't believe they worked us i hated tom brady for so long and he's the greatest quarterback of all time uh like why why does it matter why i i have a theory that it was sabotage like belichick tried to sabotage tom brady make him the fall guy because that man is the damn devil and I stand by that. I'm more inclined to believe that. I've never heard that theory, but I am more inclined to believe that after what we know and uh, oh, yeah. their, their their breakup with that and how, uh, especially with that shit with Miami that came out and how Belichick was involved in that and how Tom Brady was planning to purchase the Dolphins <laughs> and Belichick just sabotaged everything. I'm telling you. I, Indirectly. I had this, I've had this theory brewing for years. I wrote something out that I have like a whole page long Send it to me. I'm going to proofread it and we're going to publish it and we're going to get views and the Young Kings Wrestling going to blow up off of a football story. Send me that. Youngkingsports.com No, that's actually the OG. I'm going to say Malik made that. Yeah, Young Young Kings Wrestling is a derivative of a a former Young King Sports. If y'all didn't know that. .com. I remember that because that that was like they had because he had two pages. He had one for sports, one for wrestling. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, for, uh, we forget. We forget Malik is yeah. like the, the the godfather of the show. <laughs> Malik well, forget that he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the key there. I think Malik yeah. just forget. When was the last yeah. time y'all heard from Malik? Uh, he he didn't tell us that he was going to double or nothing until he sent us a video of Eddie Kingston walking right past him. <laughs> he, he didn't tell us he was getting married. Also, what? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we just. I found that I found that on the book, and that's when I was like, "Okay, hold up, bro, hold up." Like I can Damn. see, I can see, you know, if we didn't get invites or nothing like that, because you know, you might have wanted it, you know, keep it small, or whatever. That's that's cool. I I I don't know if I can make it out there on short notice anyway, but you could have told the homies like, "Hey, pop the question, we get hitched, you know, something like that." Damn, I'm still feeling like it was probably one of those situations where like. Shit, might as well. You've yeah. been together so long. You've been shit, might as well. Right. I'm like, listen, listen. I I figured it was coming at some point. You know, that, that's great. You know, this nigga here just oh surprise. Like, Malik owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> and an IG his, page. He ain't paid his Zoom fee in three months. No, the IG. That's my fault. That's my fault. I was out here living foul. <laughs> I was looking foul, man, posting other people's content. No, but you were trying to get his IG page for a long time because he wasn't using it. I we got it now. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, it had to be like the safe house while we were trying to, you know, recover. See, it, it was low key a good thing that he did, you know, hold off on giving me that page because when we needed it for Young Kings Wrestling, it was available. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, man. I feel like it, it wasn't enough uh Brian slander off of the Brock thing. I, I feel like we, we, we took it too easy on him. Oh, uh, as soon as I heard Brock's music, I, I have never laughed at hearing somebody's entrance music so hard <laughs> in my wrestling watching career. Oh man. That yeah, was the greatest and, uh, thing ever to me. That gave me some uh, some good joy. I, I listen. I never y'all know. I don't miss an opportunity. I was so happy. I watched NXT Level Up. I don't never do that. <laughs> I was I, I was like, shit. I want to see more. I've never <laughs> seen a single episode of that, and I don't think I ever will. I watched it two weeks in a row so far. It's, it's probably not going to be a third. <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize until now. Cause I don't really pay attention to where shit comes from. Cause once Alvarez said it, everyone picked it up and started reporting it. So I just saw it and I'm like, Oh, okay. Everyone's talking about it. I guess Brock left. And I was on the same shit you were talking about. I was like, listen, have the same energy. If Brock really walked out, that is just as unprofessional. If not more so unprofessional, because at least Sasha and Naomi had a valid reason. Vince isn't in charge. is not a valid reason for you to just not want to be on a show no more. I think it is a valid reason. It's it's the same reason why you know people were threatening to leave Twitter when Elon Musk uh, fake bought it. Like somebody else is in charge, and it's not going to be the same. I think is I think it's worse if like especially with you know that was his line of communication, and that's no longer there. Yeah, it's more of a valid reason than oh, I don't like how I'm being booked on this fake show. See, I look at it like this: unless they came to Brock and said, "Hey." Uh, so I know you were, you know, going to do this, this and that at SummerSlam. Uh, Vince is gone. Plans are changing. Then, yeah, absolutely. But if everything was going to go off the way it was supposed to go and nothing changed, there was no reason to leave. Right. And th- apparently he, was, he didn't. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, I think Kenny tweeted this uh, that night that it was like, oh, so back in 2000, what was 2004, Brock left because uh i guess because of whatever between him and vince 
and his money. Now, 2022, he walk, he doesn't want to work without Vince. But uh, yeah. yeah, it just it just winds up being cap anyway because it's from Chrome the Capologist. And uh shout out to Triple I, H I, again because not only did they leak this out that Brock left, they leaked out that his replacement <laughs> would be Goldberg. Goldberg! <laughs> Just knowing that, people will get mad at that. <laughs> that's not the clip I want to hear. <laughs> Stop! Oh, man. It's Stop. funny, too, because, you know, every time a situation like this happens, I always think back to that, that, that thing that JBL said on Twitter. It's like, we because that's it said that they was such a good do. resource for us. I'm, 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 I'm gonna find the tweet verbatim, <laughs> yeah. Because he said, he said, it, like, we used to literally feed him fake news because he would take it and he would run with it and he would just go out and just spread this shit out like the plague. But then he'd come out on TV and the exact opposite of what he says that we gave him would happen and he would look like a complete idiot. but He's reliable in that regard. <laughs> John Bradshaw Layfield, March 20, 2018, tweets out, Meltzer was such a great asset for WWE. He was so wrong and so easily manipulated that he was perfect to feed bogus info to in order to swerve the fans. He should have been on the payroll. How anyone still follows him is amazing. Damn. That, the day I saw that tweet was the day JBL became... My personal Hall of Famer. Oh. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Like, I don't care what nobody says about JBL after that. That that man is <laughs> certified in my book. Can't mess with him. I'm sorry. I didn't know what went through Katie's head when she saw Goldberg was the tapped in replacement. No, 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 no. <laughs> a few months later, there's a response from Meltzer. Y'all want me to read that to you? Oh, yeah. Just, just for the hell of it. So, uh, somebody somebody replied to JBL, uh, said something about Cody, apparently. And Meltzer comments on that post. He says, being called a dipshit by JBL is a huge compliment. I've always felt it's a compliment when the liars and hardcore kiss asses come after you. It's usually because they are threatened because they know you saw through them. Somebody take this man's Twitter and everything away from him for the love of fuck. Like, see, see, see what I'm saying? Capologist never <laughs> fails, never fails, but it's okay. It's okay. What do you expect from a man who, who has a filing cabinet for a room? Literally, dude, that room is terror. Like, that looking at that room gives me severe anxiety. Like, how do you live like that? CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They had this man, they gave this man, what, 30 seconds worth of time? Should be ashamed of themselves. Not that, not that I find CNN to be, you know, that reputable to begin with, but they should be ashamed. Should be damn ashamed. Got more tweets from JBL, too. <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole. I wasn't aware of these. He said, in, in response to the OG, he says, why is this a surprise? We had a plan to feed Meltzer absolute false info, and it worked fantastically. Nothing has changed. Nothing. He has never been anything but fake news. Why would anyone believe this guy? I was there in the 90s for the fake info feed to Meltzer. He never had any real info, ever. We fed him everything, and it was fake. Who would subscribe to this crap? Thank you. I agree. 
for 13 a month. We put JB on the throne. We we, we don't have to do it now, but at some point in time, we put JB on the throne. I'll do it right now. I, I will do it. John Brashaw, they do. Second greatest hill of my young adulthood. Yep. Oh, yeah. Number one is, is, is Big H times three. I mean, <laughs> two seconds. I got a little bit of research I got to do before we move on. Uh, so I can give a disclaimer to everyone listening who may pay that subscription fee. Oh boy. Oh, oh, if oh. you pay that fee and you listen to this show, you turn this show off right now and you never <laughs> listen to us again until you unsubscribe and save your money. Yeah, you're fired as a listener. You can't you can't listen to the show and support this nonsense. That's Just so you and fifty six dollars a month that you are wasting. That's not even you important. could be putting towards something else. Oh, yeah, that that that's the important part. For just two more dollars a month, you could take that money and subscribe to Jenny Neidhart's OnlyFans and see some titties instead of listening to his bullshit. Pipe For just two fish. more dollars a month. Like, really? You heard him. About that. Like, think about that. Marinate on that. Yeah. Tony Storms might be cheaper. Yeah. Shout out to the guy that was at Dynamite. Looking at Tony's fans <laughs> while Tony's, is probably, going on. Tony's is probably like 20 something. I'm thinking Tony, I'm thinking Tony was 20. But but even That's still, like even yep. still. Like, 19.99 a month. Oh. Uh, yeah. Even still. Uh it's 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 the better, it's the better Nightheart sister anyway. And so, you I see mean, more than you're gonna win. see from Tony. That's yeah. true. Apparently. It, it's a win-win all around. But y'all. Spend thirteen a month for speculation. I literally, I showed, I showed. Well, didn't I show you last week, where he literally had him in the quote saying Meltzer speculated on some of these sites, some of these sites too. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, y'all got to get taken off, because how do you put a man literally speculating on your news site? Because that's just bringing your credibility down. So anytime you put up a, a post or a story from that man. When's the last time somebody broke some actual news in wrestling and CM Punk doesn't count because that was fed by Tony Khan? So outside of that, when is the last time? They don't know anything. They didn't know about the Vince thing. No. Found it out through an actual reputable source. And the thing is. A business source. Yeah, the thing is nobody knew because Vince made this decision apparently about 10 days ago. So he been resigned. They just announced it this week. Do releases count? Because mm. we find out about really. releases from some of them before WWE makes it official. They cap post about it. That that's because they contacting him and telling them, "Hey, I got released." Yeah, basically. No, that doesn't count. Because <laughs> that because because you're hearing because they're they're breaking their own news basically they just don't want to come out some of them don't want to come out and say it on twitter some of them do but a lot of them just like ah i'll just save you the trouble tell us the ones that do he'll tell everybody yeah because that that's a much steve smith yeah that's a much simpler process because people that go to these these motherfuckers that's what they should be doing is they should be fake uh leaking fake releases to get the internet wound up. Hey. Usos got released. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. And you know, to build Yo, like if I, 
suspense when somebody come back. If Ali would have did that, it would have been like one of the best swerves ever when he came back to TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think that's kind of like they told the line because that's pretty much what he did the entire time. <laughs> Even though he, you know, been back on TV and did shit since, but digressing. Mm-mm. I hear he's teaming with Cedric Alexander now. Yeah, on main on event. main event. Which, which we, we got to stop giving flack the main event because it is a TV show. It is, but it's like, man, three hours. We got three hours. Instead of just like hoarding we gotta fit all in your, them recaps, man. Instead of look, instead of hoarding we, all we your gotta big have names, people come out for the main event 30 minutes before the main event start, but then the main event don't start until 20 minutes after. It's stupid. It's stupid. Like instead of we hoarding all your big names on Raw, how about you thin it out, give some of them to SmackDown? And use that time for all these people who don't need to be on main event. Like, it makes sense. Like, SmackDown. main event is WWE's dark. Basically, main, main event more prestigious and dark. My, my 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 biggest gripe with SmackDown right now is that we have world champs on main event. They be having world champs on dark. Who? Uh, Hangman and I think Moxley was on there too when he was champ. Was he? Yep. I think so. Moxley was champ a long time ago. He's champ now too, technically. Well, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. While uh, Punk is out, um, has he been on dark since? He only been champ like two weeks. I don't know. No, nah, I don't think he's been on dark Not recently. That. But I also don't watch towns that you want that you're gonna watch, and you know still developing but it's like the, the the big attraction stuff like that like you don't have like drew's cooled off from where he was he's not at all the guy he was mm-hmm. a year and a half ago used to but that can those uh theory be ho-hopping between both shows well i mean a bunch of people do but it's like why wouldn't they <laughs> <laughs> there's no bread split we know ain't no bread split but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you got all the, the major names. Like Ronda's there and Liv is there, and you don't really have anybody else. Becky, Bianca, um, Alexa, um, Nikki, Dewdrop. Like all these names are all on Raw, and you don't give nothing over to SmackDown. Charlotte Bailey is still out. So it's like you got to redistribute the weight, man. Like even for the guys, Bobby, Seth. Edge, Finn, Priest, like that's a whole list of people. Like you could have a third of them on SmackDown, but you're just like, ah, fuck it. And they don't matter that much. We got three hours of the Raw. They're, they're supposed to be the A show, but even with all of them, they still ain't. So, sure. did I come back? Was I speaking? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was froze up for a minute. We were like this for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least I was smiling. At least I was smiling. Yeah. You know what happened? I mean, we've been recording too long, so let's plug our socials. 
You can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasson13. Link to my pad to all things Sheely Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com slash Sheely Showcase. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Sheely Showcase. Weekly show I do. It's out. It's there. Whatever. Inside the mind of interview series I do. All three of them have been on. Go check them out. They're really great. Don't watch mine. It's a mess. Uh, in the it. crowd. No, don't. <laughs> Go Please don't. Um, Are you talking to Goldberg? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the crowd, a show that is out and is a thing. I don't even know what the fuck it is anymore. I gotta actually sit down and figure out what it is. But past episodes of that are out, and then my co-host has a New Japan show. So don't you fucking play it. No, oh, fuck Goldberg. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Damn. You can follow me. I'm Edward. This is on Twitter. Only Twitter and Instagram. Smack and Raw Pod. I run the Twitter. Vince runs the Instagram. Facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw as well. Creation World is a banner on which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World. T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A world. I fucked it up this time. I did it perfect the last time. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash Creation World and Creation World.com. Uh, we have just done our five-year anniversary episode. It will be out when you are hearing this, so go check that out for a bunch of fun content. It's got Katie. It's got Travis. It's got Vince. It's got my wife uh, who makes her return after about 125 episodes. Uh, we talk about everything smacking around, give you all the reasons why you should listen and a bunch of fun other shit. So, uh, yeah, please go check that out and check us out as well. And y'all can find me at Recapping24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out The Havoc Hour. Everywhere you find Young Kings Wrestling on all platforms. Uh, just finished uploading uh, the most recent episode. So, uh, also, by the time you see this, it will be also be up. So, I'm going to have this posted by either once I get off here or in the morning. So, go check that out as well. Everyone has been on the show. Multiple episodes. So... All a bunch of good stuff there, and the Instagram as well. Underscore the Havoc Hour. Underscore. What is nice. the most recent episode? Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> we uh we went uh, back to horror movies and we covered the Scream franchise, <laughs> all five, <laughs> all five movies, and uh, had a nice little cameo on there as well. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. It's always a good time when we do those. Yeah, if only we did them more often. Yeah, yeah. You right? Weird. Weird. <laughs> I can't wait to check that one out. It should be fun. Single Reek was a gem. He always had time. <laughs> he did. Now he's out here like yeah. FedEx just delivering packages and shit. Ain't got time for us no more. <sighs> well, I mean... Part of my job is literally, you know, the package delivery service. So yeah, it's 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 also true. It's also true. You took Biggie's advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you know, you know. If you get it, you get it. Uh, I am the best P and T C Fontaine. If you feel so inclined, you can follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine on Twitter at tc fontaine or you can follow my photography which i don't post that i should post my photography more often you would think right 
at foyphoto702 on Instagram. And of course, Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling and ykwrestling.com. You should know that already if you're already listening to the show. So there's no point. And uh, man, RIP to one of our catchphrases. Our first ever catchphrase is no longer relevant because this man is not cutting the checks no more. Ah, damn. So, new catchphrase. (laughs) Hashtag cut the check, Steph and Nick. (laughs) It's very long-winded. We're going to find something that's a little little more concise. I feel like either or would work. Like, hashtag cut the check, Steph, or hashtag cut the check, Nick. I feel like either or would work. Cut the check, Steph, rolls off the tongue better. Yes, it does. does. Girl boss. You think Nick Khan be cutting the checks for real? Nah. No, he's the one telling them don't cut the check. I'm about to say (laughs) Nick Khan is the one cutting salaries. (laughs) I could just picture Nick Khan in in accounts receivable and payroll as they just cutting the checks and he just grab it. He's oh no, not that one. I'll take that. Yeah, no, Nick Khan Nick Khan is the literal capologist. Because you know that's the capologist. Job's the man's the cat. Yeah. So so about that. I, I told you all I was listening, I was watching the offer. I just finished the offer, which is you know, them doing about making the movie The Godfather. There is literally like the perfect it, it's two guys, but it's literally like the Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan dynamic over at paramount where one guy is very much like creative and one guy's business and doesn't understand the creative side of it and is all just like worried about the money and how much they're spending and what's going on and a big pain in the ass and the whole time i'm i'm, I'm hearing all the stuff about stephanie and nick that is what is going through my head is this is bob evans and lapidus from the offer all over again mm. <laughs> Summer Slams next week, y'all. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, and we'll be back with that one. We're gonna be back on Saturday or no? Yeah, it should be good. Let's get it. And uh, just like Vince McMahon, we gone. <laughs>